Whose Tea Is It? with Shoa J. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Whose Tea Is It? and it's your host Shoa J. This is the ground to discuss every and anything concerning young women and men in the globe. Today I have on with me two really, I don't know what to call them, I don't even know but yeah I'm excited because I have like two amazing people here with me and for the first time I actually have a female on my podcast so I'm actually quite excited. I'll just do ladies first and introduce her first then introduce my second guest. So my first guest is Lola Cynthia. Throughout this whole conversation and I call her Lola and I call her Cynthia but quick backstory we had gone to the same secondary school she was a few years ahead I don't even have to call it a few years because there was quite a number of years ahead of me and right now she's a tv presenter on Lolo Talks she's also the official influencer for UNHCR if I'm right am I right Cynthia you're absolutely right yeah, you guys, we are here today, Lola <laughs> Cynthia. <laughs> Hi, I'm excited. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to have you. And then we have Effa Iwara, guys. He's an actor, also a rapper. I mean, I just learned this recently. I've always known him to be a rapper, but I learned recently on one of my friends' life that he's a rapper. Well, I don't know. I mean, we'll hear more from him. Ethel, can you say hi, please? In what language? In English? In English? In... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to flex? How many languages can you speak? You can flex for us if you want to. <laughs> okay, I, can speak, I can speak one language, and that's English. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you here today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. So how are you guys doing? I'm doing very well. Let, let's, let me... Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys, yeah, I see that the lockdown has been released in Lagos. Have you guys gone out? Have you gone to see what's going on in your environment? Are you just still at home trying to stay safe? Far. Um, To be honest, okay, so a, a bit of a backstory. Some people are, are against the lockdown being partially lifted. But you have mm-hmm. to understand that, that Nigeria being a third world country where people live from hand to mouth, people have to go out and work on a daily basis to feed yeah. themselves and their families. So I can't understand where the government mm-hmm. is coming from. But I don't think enough safety measures have been put in place or they're not trying to they're not enforcing them well enough. So for yeah. me personally I don't really necessarily have a lot of like a good enough reason to go out. So apart from getting water, uh, getting food supplies, <laughs> it's I, haven't, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't really gone out. Yeah, interesting. So work, I'm, I'm guessing work hasn't started for you as well. No, <clears throat> no. Um, I, I guess we're still trying to figure out how to shoot, uh, make movies, oh, okay. uh, given the present situation. So everyone's still trying to figure that out. Okay. What about you, Lolo? Would you like me to call you Lolo or Cynthia? He call me Lolo, actually. <laughs> that is okay, my name Lola. and that's the brand. Lola. Lolo. I like it. it. embodies your brand. I actually like... I'm sorry. I'm very Yoruba, so it's hard for no me. No problem. Lolo. <laughs> it's Lolo. Um, yes. Yeah. The, the, Lolo, yeah. 
See, honestly, I'm just really honest. This, um, I know, I know the COVID is a pandemic and it is incredibly terrible. But the lockdown has been so beneficial for me because I actually do work from home. I have a home office, and most of the I do are confined yeah. in small spaces. So I have been working from home normally pre-COVID, but I'm working so much. Mm-hmm. that i did not take time to just breathe so the moment that the world seemed to be on hold on pause is like everything has slowed yeah. down so i hate to say this but my life hasn't changed i do i go for <laughs> i'm telling you that's when i realized that my god i am introvert and i have no social life because i'm basically you guys screaming this is normal life uh, i know i know what so I do a lot. Of, I do morning jogging. So those are things that I did, and I still do them. You know, right now with the passion lockdown. So my life didn't really change. Yeah. You look around, you see how it has completely affected people. And just like um, if I was saying, um, because Nigeria is a, I hate using the word "told world country," but it is what it is. Um, a lot of people are still struggling. <laughs> the insecurity. Yeah. Security, the food insecurity we see it all around us so you know i may be just an anomaly i know this is not a, mm-hmm. a, a reflection of the general population yeah of course of course i don't know if you guys saw this tweet saying i mean when the whole like, pandemic and lockdown thing started going around saying i'm usually a homebody and stuff like usually i don't mind staying at home like i want to stay at home i want to chill watch a movie just relax in my own confined space yeah. but when they actually tell you to stay at home it hits differently it's like oh my god <laughs> you guys it actually hits differently i don't know about you guys but it just felt like now i want to go out I don't want to be home. Like I want to see my friends, <laughs> and I think it's more of the fact that I know that people have ordered my life that makes it more difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we all had to like stay in and just like stay safe type of yeah. thing. Anywho, on to the order of the day. So we're going to be discussing a very interesting topic today. I'm quite excited to talk about this because I would usually have these conversations just with my peers and yeah just people around me it bothers me so much it does and i'm quite excited to have you guys just have like different opinions and like perspective on it i know the topic here i mean let me just say to them is basically talking about how women always want emotionally unavailable men or men that they could they cannot have but i realized that it's not just women it's also men like men tend to want the kind of women that they cannot have and i'm just speaking from my perspective from like the people like i don't know not to mean this in a funny way but then just from random things like getting direct messages from certain people and i'm just like really do you really think it can work between me and you like me and you you know didn't you really like look before you sent the message so i know it's not just women wanting people that they cannot have i know that men also did this thing and I cannot really fathom it. Like, I can't really understand or wrap my, you know, head around it. Effa, what's your take on it? To be honest, you, you lost me halfway. Are you saying that oh women... Oh, my God. <laughs> are you saying that women <laughs> want men that are not emotionally available to them and vice versa? No, women want is? men. Yeah, yeah, vice versa. Like, women and men wanting people that are emotionally unavailable or just people that they cannot have. Not necessarily emotionally unavailable, just people that they can't have. 
Um, but I, I think that just goes with with life. You know, like if you can yeah. have it, if you can have it, then how exciting is it really? So, for example, mm. I I like playing video games. Um, the PS Five is not out yet. Do I want it? Of course. I want it, like it, it you mm-hmm. know. But I, I know I can't have it. Will that stop me from wanting it? No. But, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, so I think that's, I think that's just human nature, and that goes both ways for guys and for girls. But as you, as I feel like as you go older, you start to realize that um, wanting someone is not about like trying to fulfill some type of idea or fantasy in your head. You mm-hmm. start. You start to realize that you you want someone not because of the idea of the person, but who that person yeah. is and how that person makes you feel. So it goes from mm-hmm. from a younger age. You see, let's say I see this girl. Uh, let's say I see Lolo, and she's a professional jogger, and I'm like, oh my god, I want Lolo that is a professional jogger. But along the way, I yeah. shower and we have coffee or. We have cocktails and we get talking, and I like the way she makes me feel. I stop thinking about what I mm-hmm. what I in quotes want, but also but I start thinking about what is not just available to me, but what I can genuinely attach myself to. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But Effa, don't you find that sometimes you do meet people, right? I mean, the vibe is right. You guys connect. You guys click. You know, mm-hmm. this person is genuinely the kind of person that. I don't want to say ambition, but then it, the person just ticks all the boxes, you know, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, like everything. Mm-hmm. The person ticks the boxes, right? But then the person just you, says to you, I'm emotionally unavailable. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you tick sexually? I mean, spiritually, emotionally. You didn't tick sexually. I'm just saying. Sexu- yeah, sexually. Sexually, <laughs> of course, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then, yeah, you do but meet person, people like that. Cynthia, what do you have to say about it? I feel like you meet people like that as well. You vibe um, on every level. You guys connect on every level, but they just don't want to kick it with you. I can hear um, you. Just clearly. like um, Effa was saying, I think it also comes with a thing of excitement. Sorry, this is my field, so just allow me ramble a little bit. And I want to bounce the, the answer that I have off what Effa said. And he says that it's the excitement. And that's the truth. The excitement that we get when the people that we know and not good for us give us the attention. It's, it's, it's called the jackpot phenomena where you, you know that this thing that you're playing is not good for you, but you cannot stop because you're hoping that you win that jackpot. That first one that you want, you want to get it again. So when you're with this person yeah. that you do, you, it's unavailable, you are addicted to dopamine rush. Dopamine rush is this hormone that gives us pleasure. It's very addictive. You're addicted to that rush that you get when the person sends you a message after three weeks. Because like, oh my god, I believe this person has sent me a message. You are addicted to that. You are not really addicted to the person. You know this person yeah. is good for you. The moment you reply that message, they don't reply again. Then that mm-hmm. feeling of anger and resentment stems up again. You begin to remember why you, you this guy was not good for you. So if we are yeah. able to have the idea that, oh, I like this person versus I like the attention, I like the dopamine rush that comes with being with this person. And that is linked to a healthy relationship. It starts from childhood. They tell you yeah. if a boy likes you, he's going, to be, he's going to be violent towards you. He's not going to give you attention. Mm. So you have to... Those are ideologies and conditioning that have made people believe that it's actually normal. Yeah. It's actually to be attracted to 
available men. It's actually a trauma thing. We can go on and on into that conversation for another time. But when you realize that you're you're attracting or you find yourself becoming available men, it's something you need to go back to and why? Why am I attracted to that? Maybe I'm not yeah. people are not used to calm. So see a guy like you said that checks out their boxes. The guy is nice, he's smart, he's kind. You know, maybe if you want to add the sex, the sex is good and things like that. They feel that oh my god, yeah. things are getting good. I'm not used to serenity. I'm used to helping. It's going to be in words, what young people say is going to be boring because they have associated yeah. the drama and the adrenaline rush and the dopamine with the unhealthy relationship as fun. Yeah. So when I you mean, see I the like guy, to call it the chase, you know, yeah. I like to call it the chase. It's just people keep chasing for what they can. I don't necessarily want to call it what they cannot have. At the end of the day, I feel like life is a chase because we're constantly on the move, going from this to that and from wanting this to that. And I feel like people have also attached this into like situations like this where it makes them feel good. It's like, oh, I just want a medal. And you know how yeah. basically you hear about this person being a bad boy or this person being a bad bitch and no you probably cannot mm-hmm. get this girl or you cannot get that guy but you so know want to be it. the person you want to be the yeah. person to be like yes i'm going to get the guy or i'm going to get the girl so it becomes a chase yeah. to the point where it gets toxic and mm-hmm. it now becomes really hard to like detach yourself from the situation because i know it's easier said than done it's very easy to be like oh you need to sit down and think uh, if you keep finding yourself getting attached to this kind of people xyz xyz but it's actually harder than it is because these people have already gone too deep into it to just like withdraw like that mm. you, know? I mean, but you also have to recognize that people the reason why it's really hard is that people act through their ego in of chasing like you say it's not you it's your ego that needs to fulfill that demand that needs to fulfill and feel like they can get that person because everybody cannot get it it's yeah. going to make Seem like I'm this gang gang in Nigerian English. Yeah, yes. So, girl, that's with a bad guy. In her mind, if she can get that, she's not getting him because he's bad. She wants to get him because he's bad and change him to a good guy, which is a fairy tale. Yes, when you watch the movies there, when you watch the Nigerian, the American movies or whatever, this girl, the nerd in class, they start talking, and all of a sudden, the guy becomes a good because of her. It's a narrative. It's a fairy tale. Yeah, it's a fairy tale. Effa, the same thing for men. People can change. Effa, do you think people can change for you? Because it's actually a fairy. T- to be fair, I also think it's a fairy tale. Like I feel like people rarely ever change in this life, except from the intervention of God. So people go with the you know mindset that I'm going to change him. And you know it's funny because I also feel like it's part of upbringing, because. I mean, I've had aunties, moms and stuff say, oh, if he really likes you, he will change for you. Don't worry, you can change him. And the man just needs to like him. All you need to do is change him. But from my experience, I have learned that people ever really, people, it's not even correct. People barely ever change. They never change. I mean, they might want to try, but then they always end up going back to how they used to be. Okay. Okay, That's what you think. Yeah, I'll have to differ with you guys on this one because mm-hmm. um, that narrative does happen. Now, it doesn't happen like magic. Like, you don't go from being a bad boy to a saint in a week mm-hmm. because this girl is interested in you. No. Um, 
what happens is this. So let's say um, we have Bad Boy John. Bad Boy John is a drinker, smoker, womanizer, gambles, um, drives at yeah. 140 kilometers per hour. That's his deal. And he meets good girl Jane. And good girl Jane, for some reason, appeals to him and they get kind of close. Now, this is what kind of happens. Bad boy John doesn't want to change. But if every time he is smoking, good girl Jane coughs. And that causes discomfort <laughs> for her. And he cares about how she feels. He's going to stop smoking. If every time he drives at 140 kilometers, he can see fear in her eyes and he doesn't want to see her being uncomfortable, he will slow down. So without the guy even knowing this, it's funny people that would tell him that, dude, you know you've actually changed. If, if while kissing her, maybe his beard brushes against her mouth and she doesn't like it. Because you care so much for this other person. Which is why I said this comes with time, comes with age and maturity. When you're much younger, mm. let's say you're 20, 22, you'd be like, I'm a bad boy, you can't change me. This is how you met me. Yeah. <clears throat> but as you grow older and you start to care about how this other person feels, or how you make this other person feel, which is what I think relationships are about. It's about sacrifice and compromise. Without even knowing it, you start to eventually alter your behavior in little ways here and there. You want to maybe spend some more time with her. You don't go out as much. So you end up changing. But you don't go mm -hmm. from black to white. You might still yeah. drink. You might still go out. You might still... But you, maybe you smoke less. Maybe you drive safer. Maybe you be a bit more respectful. Maybe you might get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? So I do feel so like... You, you think that caring for the person and genuinely loving the person would want to make you a better yeah. person for the person yeah mm. so the woman doesn't change the man the man changes for the woman if you get what for I'm himself i feel like not only for the woman but for himself because i just want really and truly right okay yeah <sighs> cynthia go on no i'm listening to you go on. i feel like a lot of the times even if you do decide you want to change for somebody because you care about the person you love the person all of that good stuff it's not very easy to obviously like you said it's just not black and white up or down it's not very easy mm -hmm. to change especially if you're doing it on somebody's terms it's more about you wanting to be a better person for yourself i feel like if you're not ready to be better for yourself then it's difficult to want to be better for someone else so if you genuinely don't wait hold on hold on to jump in here i apologize Shella, let's assume First of all, I don't know how old you are, but let's just assume mm -hmm. that you're in your 20s. When you were mm -hmm. 16, when you are 16, and I'm guessing maybe you were living with your folks, maybe your mom or your dad, and let's say your mom said, come home yeah. at 7. Mm -hmm. Did you, at times, try to come home before 7? I mean... <laughs> Did you want to do it? For my own... No. I mean... But you were like, you know what... <laughs> My mom really wanted to be home by seven. So you know what? I will try. You're not doing it for yourself. But you're like, you know what? I yeah. really love and respect this person. But then that this one had like... I think, I think that's what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. If I'm sorry, I'm just jumping in here. 
I understand what you're saying, but even with yeah. the uh, scenario, that's because it's attached with punishment, not necessarily because of that. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. But um, just to move that away, like you said, um, I don't think. I get your point though. I get the idea. Like it's not something you intentionally wanted to do, but you have to do it because it's dependent on how the other person is going to feel. Now, just like you said, you yeah. said um, if you're dating somebody and the girl is a good girl, blah blah blah, and you you're smoking and you feel like when you're smoking and the lady there is coughing and things like that. That change might only happen when you're beside her. Maybe you still smoke when you go. Yeah. You really change. Mm -hmm. And I think, forget that, it's the same thing with men that go and date women that, uh, I'm going to use an example, that are not, in quote, domestic. She doesn't like to cook. She doesn't like yeah. to do anything. But she's very intelligent. She's very kind. Sex is great. She's smart. She's, you know, she has every other thing that you want. But that domestic part is not there. You go on with the narrative that because she loves me, when we have kids, she will start cooking. So maybe once in a while, yeah. To the kitchen. That one is that one. Now one chance now. No, it is not <laughs> one chance. It's everything happens in life. I'm just using domestic, and domestic is the least mm. thing. Domestic just the most prominent. I feel like let me let me use let me use the most let me use the most common examples. We don't even need to go that far to marriage. It's like a guy, right? I mean, these days, a lot of people meet, meet each other on social media and stuff. So they meet you on social media. Obviously, the first thing they're attracted to is your pictures or the things that they can see online. They already can see the kind of person you are. They can probably tell from the kind of pictures you put out there. You start talking to them. You guys proceed to be in a relationship. Now, they want you to conform to, like, the woman of their dreams so the traditional yeah. woman the woman who would mm -hmm. not post xyz content and not yeah. put out this kind of thing but excuse me you saw the kind of post that was putting out before you came to speak to me in the first place why yeah. did you think that me getting into a relationship was going to change that and i feel like a lot of men do this they think oh yeah 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 we can change that part once you're because in a relationship me all i want i'll just be like babe you can't put that kind of you know, stuff because you're with me now and automatically XYZ, she'll stop putting out stuff like that. It's because they believe that those pictures are bringing out the desire in others and when you're with them, they only want you to bring out the desire in them. That's mm. actually, that's the simple thing. So when you are dating this person... Esther, do you agree with that though? <laughs> no, men that tell you if you're taking a certain kind of more skin and things like that and you guys start dating and they tell you oh i don't want you to show skin again it's because they know that showing skin is arousing the desire in others it's aroused the desire in them to reach out to you in the first place yeah now you guys are together they don't want you to do that for other people they want it to be something sacred for just you and him yeah but the problem so is why am i just going for that kind of person in the first place that's the problem with human beings now they <laughs> like the idea <laughs> no, it's okay, the truth. okay 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 hold on hold on ladies <laughs> ladies ladies just human nature so hold on hold on so now so, let me, why, ask, yeah. so let me ask you a question uh, i'm asking lolo and shawa so let's say you meet this guy his name is john snow and you go to his Instagram. Yeah, but you like that name, John, a lot. <laughs> yeah, name. actually, I actually like John. <laughs> no, no, because all the all the super, all the heroes in nineteen movies were called John, John Rambo, John McQueen. Fair anyway. enough. <laughs> so this is John Snow. Mm -hmm. And when you meet him, he has a lot of shirtless pictures, six packs, broad chest, mm -hmm. he's licking his lips, yeah. and you and you fancy him, you know, and then you. You guys start dating you know be honest and be true to yourself would you be happy if you kept on putting out those kind of pictures 
it's not a question of if I will be happy. Personally, <laughs> personally, I would not have is a that? problem with it. I would not have a problem with it. Both of you? Both of you would have and a problem with that? Honest. To be me, honest, me, I don't I know have, about Lola, I, but me, I, I wouldn't. Well, you know me, I don't even have stress. So all those things are not like things that would No, let me just be saying that. But um, if I'm dating somebody, usually, this is, it's a question of beauty. It's not a question of the post that you're putting out. It's a question of beauty and if they are arousing desire in others. So it's a question also of your insecurities coming out. It's the fact that I've been yeah. dating you. You're, you're a very handsome man. You're taking up your head, six packs, blah, blah, blah. And we start dates, and I feel like these things you put out there should be left for me alone. Because I don't want other women to be attracted to you. It's a thing of insecurity. That means I can't date a model. Because his beauty is what is, he, that's his paper. I can't date a handsome man. That's, that's why yeah, I'm medium ugly. Forget oh. anything, it's the insecurity that comes up. So if you're that kind of person that you don't have the guts or the balls in quotes, date people who are very attractive who post pictures of their attractive self then you don't do that so do not desire someone who does that and tell them you don't want them to do it again because you feel like it's bringing it out for other people would you like that no maybe you might get jealous which is completely human there's nothing wrong in bringing that up as a conversation and saying when you put up these pictures it makes me a big having this conversation yeah. actually what makes it easier for you to get past that but when you think that just because they're putting up these pictures and guys are like I'm going to lose my girl, or because he's wearing shirts. <laughs> Women are always putting comments, and our relationship is not as strong as that anymore. It's a lie. It is your insecurity that's coming out. So instead of projecting, you have the conversation with the person. Instead of dating people that you know you cannot deal with in a relationship that they show skin, then you don't date those people. You admire them from afar and say, man, her boyfriend, they try you, and you leave. As a <laughs> not just people are not honest with themselves. You need to be able to tell yourself the hard truth. Not everybody can date a model that yeah, definitely. Some people, if their boyfriend, they even Wait, put them let me pictures. ask Fi a question. Let me ask Fi a question real quick. See how Fi yeah. is an actor, right? And he's very handsome, tall. I have seen you once in person, so yeah, tall, handsome, caramel skin, you know, and then you go on to start dating this girl. That's very like, <laughs> that's very like insecure. You, thing is, your profession is acting, so you're going to go on TV, she's going to see you on TV, going to see you probably showing chest because the role that you're acting requires you showing chest. And she now comes and starts telling you, oh, you know, this chest that's, you know, on TV is affecting me. Like, bro, you cannot be with somebody like that because at the end of the day, that, that is what you do anyway for a living. Do you get me? And I feel like at the end of the day, it's really just insecurity. Okay, okay, Would you want okay. to be with somebody who says you are, you know, that celeb? Don't kiss anybody. This is don't kiss anybody. Like, don't kiss anybody upset. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So let me now, so, let, so now let me explain it. So, so I'll talk about this. While Lola was talking, um, there are two things I should mention. So first of all, if you meet someone that is a model or an actor or, you know, someone like that in the limelight or who looks people admire, you met the person that way. That person needs to, like, if it's a model, he or she needs to keep showing skin or looking beautiful or whatever, because that's how that person earns money. So you can't really come in and say, stop doing this, unless you are Dangote, 
you know, and they are going to buy everything out for her. <laughs> then by all means, sir, you can tell them, <laughs> stop, in fact, you tell, tell the girl, close your Instagram account. You know, by all means, I will support <laughs> you. I will help her close it, sir. But, so you can't, I mean, if someone does, if someone is a public figure, you can't do that. That's one. Now, two, I don't think anybody has the right to tell his or her partner what and what they can, what they can or can't put on their social media. It's not yours. It's theirs. It's their mm-hmm. reception of themselves. So, like Lola said, yeah. you can have it. You can have a conversation. Like I said, I feel like I'm all about having like a common ground. It's it's, it's never just black or white. It's gray. So you can say, oh, okay. Um, so, for example, let's say I had a girlfriend, and let's say she didn't like something. I said, okay, you know what? See the options or the pictures that I want to put out. What do you think about this one? Okay, we mm-hmm. can put this one. It's, it's still sexy, but it's not too, too, too sexy. <laughs> I can I can cope with this one. <laughs> I still okay, baby girl. That's fine, you know. And you put it out. So you're still sexy, but you're not doing over the top, and your partner is still comfortable. But it's about yeah. having that conversation and how the person has that conversation with you, not come like mm-hmm. Hitler and be like, hey, you don't post that. Take it down. Who are you? Hello. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's dating what dating. <laughs> Relax. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And I just wanted to. But Eva, don't you think that your partner mm-hmm. is a reflection of yourself as well? You know the way you said, "Oh, that social media is a reflection of who they are." But mm-hmm. don't you think? Are you not the school of thought that your partner is a reflection of you as well? Far from it. If my partner was really? a reflection okay. of me, then I'd just be masturbating every day, pretty much. No, <laughs> my, I feel like I feel like my partner has to be almost, almost opposite of me to be honest, mm. because that's what keeps it fresh. I'm not saying if you're an angel, go and date a demon. No, I'm not saying that. But people need to yeah. realize that it's it's okay to like different things. It's okay for yeah. the guy to like football and she likes watching uh, Kim Kardashian. It's okay for you to like sci-fi and she likes romance. The beauty yeah. of that is in her, in getting to understand why she likes romance, in getting her to understand why you like sci-fi. So it, it's it's like a learning curve. It's not just we can't both like football and both like Arsenal. I'll sleep off after five minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why? <laughs> so, why? Because, I mean, like what I'm like talking to myself. But when she's like, you know what? Um, I like Manu. Why? Because. There's Beckham there. I say, hey, but Beckham retired like 20 years ago. And you, you bring her up to speed. You know, it, it's fun for me. So I feel like your, your yeah. partner doesn't have to be a reflection of you. No. Half of it. Um, okay, but yeah, like in terms of the partner being a reflection in quotes, I, I don't think she's saying, I don't know, Shawa, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't think okay. she's saying that your partner is literally is meant to be an exact replica of you. Your partner is basically someone that tells people the kind of person that you are. So if you're dating you are. uh, a very career-driven woman, it's an indication that you are career-driven as well. Or, do you get what I'm trying to say? So the values that are embedded in that person is an indication of the kind of person that you are. But with someone that comes online oh, yeah. and the person is in somebody every yeah. day, that is the person yeah. that you call the daughter <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Then, who's yeah, kind of person? Your girlfriend is a Twitter troll. Values yeah. that you like. So I think when she the asked whole, that yeah. question, yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So now to answer the, the question properly, um, to be honest, um, I think Instagram is a very shallow place. 
it might not be, mm-hmm. it might not be popular opinion because all you're looking at is pictures. And I keep telling people, yeah, I might post a picture here and write something corny on there. But if you really want to get to know me, don't go to my Instagram. You have to meet me in person. So, yeah, yeah. Your, partner is, your partner is a reflection of you. Your Instagram is what you look like. It doesn't necessarily show your values. I feel like your tweets are even better, Seth, hopefully. Because that's words, you know. Yeah. But you can... So, your partner is definitely a reflection of you as a person. But you cannot find... You can't judge a person by their Instagram. It's a reflection, but yeah. it's, just about your, it's just about your looks. I don't think Instagram can be used to showcase values, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that statement. I feel like I'm 50-50 about it. Because... What if I just want to be, I don't know what can, what camera can I use? I mean, you guys, I don't know if you've heard about this guy, this British guy who inherited his parents' money. They left like a trust for him and all of that. Mm-hmm. And right now, his profession is, he's a professional party goer. Like, big time. He's loaded. And what he does professionally is go to parties, write blogs about parties and stuff like that. I don't know. It sounds very funny, but it sounds like the kind of life that I would like to lead. Just I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I so much love parties, it. I know. But imagine that kind of person now loving a career-driven person. The person is not necessarily career-driven, to be fair, because... All he does is go to parties. But for but himself, he might not like today. But that's, that's exactly what I wanted <laughs> to point out. No, but, when I say, I'm going to go back and you. Yeah. <laughs> this is focus. Goes for all the parties. His drugs are on point. His assessment is great. Man, that's a great guy right there. Great career. He's doing what he wants. He's making money while doing it. Yeah, dream job. I think dream. there's a misconception regarding, I'm just going to bounce it off with the career and value you're talking about. There's a misconception. Like someone that goes to parties all the time, they bad boy, they like to drink. There's not, there's something, that's the idea. And it's just because of the way we've been yeah. up. It's a Nigerian upbringing that if somebody is wearing, uh, what's this name? Tier tier jeans, what you guys call it? Uh, yeah, he's saying you want uncomplete that is a name dropper, as a singular. That has made people attach values to certain scenarios and certain activities. Someone that goes to parties mm. professionally, yeah, there to write things. If that person is very career driven, then it's going to show in the ethics of their work. It's going to show in the way that they position their work. It's going to show in the kind of brand collaboration yeah. that they do. So even when you say Instagram like that, I don't think so. If you're the kind of person that loves to show um, skin or whatever, if you're a fashion blogger, that's a part of you. It might not be all everything of you, but it's, it's certainly a part of you that you cannot divorce from. The fact that you show people... yeah. You, does not mean that that is a fake side of you. It's just one part of you. Yeah, absolutely. You based off that part that you put out because you intentionally put that out there for people to stay see. out there. So mm-hmm. we, we need to be and able I to... People like to put that best part out yeah, there as well. Even, it, it doesn't even have to be yeah. part. Maybe it's the part that you don't ever show in real life, that you're much more comfortable showing online. Yeah. Be on Instagram, it might be on Twitter. So people on Twitter take up a different personality then when you see them in real life, they are much more quiet, not assertive. That's because on Twitter, they are able to bring out maybe I, I, I kind of have thought. a problem with that. No, no, I think they have. I kind of have a problem with that. That in real life, they are not strong and assertive enough to say. 
So online, I find that I've met a lot of people online mm-hmm. that come across as very strong, assertive, you know, um, activist type of vibe. Yep. And then I meet them in person, <laughs> I expect the same, you know, I expect the same kind of person, the same kind of energy. Uh-huh. Because in person, yeah. right, I feel like I'm very energetic and I'm very like chatty. I actually support what do you um, think? Lolo. I actually, actually support Lolo on, on this one. I feel like everyone is in. Is, they're entitled to to be able to put out whatever image of themselves they want you to see. So I can go on Twitter yeah. and call myself Superman nerd. Only write about <laughs> about Superman and Kryptonite and Krypton and how I see women every night. It's my Twitter. It's my it's my imagination. It's my it's my mini blog. Yeah. You know so I'm free to do that. I wish me to me and I look and I feel like Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. Deal with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. go on. Do, do you know the problem I have with it? Is the okay. fact that people look it up to certain people, right? Some people like people yeah. are different on social media, like as facts. Some people are influencers because they have people they influence. Some people are mm-hmm. just normal people that I don't know, not that many people know about. So for example, you influence people, right? The people that look up to you. So you're putting up I, it's not even pictures. I don't have a problem with kind of pictures that people put out there, but it's just the voice that goes on the socials does not match up to yeah. them in real life. It's just like I've been reading, like <laughs> you, I mean, I've been taking your advice. I don't mean to impress you know, the person's advice I've been taking. I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, really. The funny well, thing about well, this well, what, what, okay, yeah. sorry. It's just like well, I'm just going to oh, bounce oh, with it because. Yeah. Because we are talking about it broadly, but you've narrowed it down to like the activists and influencers. Different conversation because you are literally putting out a certain position that gives you <laughs> leadership and power. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know me, mm-hmm. TV space now. I you're talking about the percent. Yeah. Realize, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. A number of activists yeah. are people who, in their real life, lack the voice. So they come online yeah. and online gives them the voice, it gives them the power. They have a lot of following online. But in real life, they don't yeah. have that. So you can see a girl that is living at home with her parents and they make her wash every day, wash clothes every day. The father does not let her go out. And she comes online and she's talking about Petraki. Fuck the Petraki. We need to destroy the Petraki. Women oh, are... Yeah. You mm. would believe and assume that this woman that's talking like this in real life is strong. She says what she wants. She doesn't... But no, she's speaking from a place of... Pain. So that online is her platform. Yeah. Her power. Yeah. She needs to leave her certain environment to now become fully the woman that she chose. Fully the woman that mm-hmm. she showed online. There's also another yeah. set of people who don't have the balls in real life to be who they are online. And mm-hmm. they know that people yeah. are easily swayed online by words, by picture. Again, it's a framing. Instagram, Twitter, social media is framing. You frame what you want people to see. So people put up that mm-hmm. certain maybe to give them social power or something like that. So I, we can't necessarily generalize, but I get what you mean when we see it. It does, it sometimes for me, I'm going to be honest, especially when we're talking about it from a very disingenuous very strong voice i want to see you in real life and that energy that i get online to come offline but i have to understand yeah. that it's not everyone that has that some people are speaking through a mm. place of pain and that's where they've gotten the power from so it, it can be really jarring yeah. when you meet someone who is so opinionated online and you ask them for their idea on something they say i don't have anything to say 
It's because they're maybe <laughs> afraid of the repercussions even on in real life. Maybe they used to beat them if they in say real something. Life, yeah. they go online if they yeah. say something you want to do. You want to beat me through the phone. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very I won't say complex. It it really is with different people. Um I, I think Yeah, I think, absolutely I, like I, I, think to, I, I think sorry, I think to buttress Lola's point is um so for example, okay, before I want to jump into that, first of all, let me retract what I said about Instagram. Instagram is not shallow. Instagram gets you to see a point, a visual perspective of someone's life that might not be full entirety. So <clears throat> it's not shallow. I just feel like most times it's not a complete. Most times it's not a complete picture. So that's one. Yeah. Now two, um, I will compare social media to, um, like Twitter, for example, to make it a movie. So one of my all-time greatest movies ever is Braveheart that has Mel Gibson playing the lead role where he fought for the freedom of Scotland and it, 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 it resonated with me growing up. I love it. And then Mel Gibson turned out to be this guy that went on this rant and said things he shouldn't have said, some very anti-semitic things he said. But was that inspired by Braveheart? Yes. Would I hold it against him in person as Mel Gibson? No. So I feel like we should treat people's handles like roles that they play in movies. You know, so your handle yeah. is at... Let me find another John. At John Cena. Yes. <laughs> another John name. <laughs> your handle is at John Cena. And you come and talk about um, rebuilding Nigeria from the grassroots, blah, 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 blah. I will take... I will hold at John Cena responsible for those, for, for those words. Not when I meet you in real yeah. life and you're not that person. It's fine. For me, it's fine. You are your tweet, but at the same time, you're not your tweet. So, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, 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 funny enough, I'm just going to be honest. I, well, I don't have, I don't make a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. But if you are someone different online and you come offline and you're like, oh, no, I'm not that person, can never be friends because I like authenticity. To me, it shows that you're yeah, not authentic. Okay. It shows that your voice is not okay. authentic. I get it though. If you're coming online and you're doing jokes, if you're coming online and you're doing skits or you're doing all those things that are funny, <laughs> that's different. No. Or if you're coming online and you're having strong opinions about certain issues, then you come offline and you tell me, no, that's just a personality. Then it tells, it tells to me yeah. it's a performance. Sure. So every single thing you put up there, it's a performance for people to react, to be with people who others i like authenticity yeah, Every of course see my social media is who i am offline so if you see me on the road yeah and i'm chilling with one sex worker you cannot shame me because online those yeah. are the people i talk about that friend so i really believe yeah. it depends on your value system for me my values authenticity integrity is very high and i don't like people having different multiple personalities now nah, that's it, it, it's disingenuous for me oh this is just my own personal oh. talk yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Let's ah, disclaimer. Let's 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 disclaimer. I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. I can't speak from a male's perspective, but Effa, that's why you're here to help us. So, for instance, okay. right, a woman is dating, speaking to multiple guys, right? And mm -hmm. I don't know, like, 
maybe the one she likes is emotionally unavailable. Let's go free from this. Because on this second mister. I find that the moment the girl starts, the guy goes off. Why? Why well, do on, they do you repeat what you you okay. you cut out for for a little bit? Sorry. So she's talking to multiple people. The first guy mm-hmm. that she likes is is not available emotionally. Uh, what's the second yeah. guy's deal? The second guy. Let's let's just keep it at two guys. The second guy okay. she fancies, but obviously was not her first option. So now that okay. she's caught off the emotionally unavailable guy she's trying to focus on this second option right but now that she's decided to focus on the second option the guy is now ghosting like that's what they call it these days right here yeah, the guy is now moving mad why the second guy wait, 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 the second guy is ghosting mm, yeah ghosting wait wait actually let, let me let me add the clause so this guy has been okay. chasing this girl for time, chasing like well, you're, you're answering questions, you know. Big... Did you say I'm answering the question? You know the answer now. You know the answer. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually you don't. I don't because this. <laughs> I don't because this guy has been chasing. Let Let's say for a few months. Let's say six months straight chase like showing commitment. God forbid. I say commitment. God forbid. I don't know. Mad. This is good for what me. No, but then that that guy is like that. Is he chasing? Is he chasing? Is he chasing? Is he chasing heaven? I'm like, trust me, Trust me. That guy's out chase for a long time. Yes, six months. Man, he's man. chasing this particular girl. Obviously, the girl is giving him attention still. So he's going to chase. Not like it's completely red light. There's you know a bit of off and on, off and on. The guy is still trying to see, but he's chasing, being consistent and stuff. The girl finally decides to reciprocate the energy, and I don't know. He just goes off. And I don't know um, the answer, by the way, Lolo. Okay, I'm just going to jump. FIS, do you want to speak? I can speak right up to you. I think it was directed at you. Okay, okay, fine. Um, first and foremost, I feel like... Okay, I mean, this is, this, this is a bit weird for me because I don't think I can actively chase a girl for six months. <laughs> I'll get tired. I have a life to live. Like, I have a career to build. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not the most important thing since sliced bread. I fancy you, but there are things I'm chasing in my life, like my real life. Like, if I don't chase these things, I'll die. And my children will starve. You know what I'm saying? There's a big picture here. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we can talk. I mean, we can flirt for six months. We can flirt for 10 years if you want. But if I'm actively pursuing you and I've made my, my, you know, my desires, like, like this is what I want, and you can't make up your mind. Then I don't think, I don't think you really do fancy me in, in, in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, it's it's almost like a fictional world that I I don't understand. But if I have to take mm. a stab in the dark, if I have to take a stab in the dark, um, if a guy chases a girl for six months and then she finally gives in, it's kind of like when you if you drive from Ikeja to Aja to buy cake. Red velvet cake, one slice. When you take two bites, ah, you start asking yourself, <laughs> was it really worth this price? I like, know. Was it, yeah. was it really worth it? So sometimes I feel like when a girl is holding out and trying to be un- unavailable and all that stuff, you're just heightening the stakes. So when he does get you, he's going to question himself and say, fam, this last six months of my life, have they been for this? What have I been chasing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but if, 
if within one week, two weeks, or a month, you're like, oh, this is me, this is what I'm about. Oga, if you don't match my energy, get out. You say, ah, okay, well, yeah. this, is what we're, this is what we're doing. You know, so I feel like the longer you make the chase, the higher the stakes and it makes it easier for you to fall below value. But then again, that's just me taking a stab in the dark. So, yeah. Over to you Okay. Something. Um, the idea, well, this is like I said, Shawa, you had answered it, but I'm going to reiterate what you said in the beginning. I'm going to use <laughs> what did I say? It is, you said it is the chase. It's the chase. Let me tell you what just happened oh, yeah, in that true. scenario. You know, let me tell you what happened in this I scenario. Talking, I was thinking yeah. about the chase. That's yeah, it is when the I chase. Say, I said, think of the chase. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is this the guy. The first, the second guy is doing exactly what you did to the first guy. You are just at the receiving true. end now. That's what you don't get. You true. think that you're special. No. You all are doing it to each other. Some are the receiving and some are the giving end. I'm saying giving. <laughs> the it's first guy, the first guy wanted your attention. But no, no, no. You wanted the first guy's attention, but he was it's unavailable. After a few months, you realize yeah. that this is just not going to be there. You got tired of the off and on rush. Maybe he did something that you just can't look out. You can't just forgive because you know that okay, there's this second guy that has really been giving me attention. Maybe it's time for me to now, you know, reciprocate. Maybe you guys have been playing or like you said, he's chasing you, give him a bit of attention. You might have liked the attention that came with him. The fact that he checks up on you, yeah. you know, you really want him, but you like that when he when you post a picture, the guy is running mad over it. When you now decide yes. to give him your full attention, you forget that that guy that might have been chasing you for six months is also running on the dopamine rush. That when he posts your picture, when you post your picture and you guys a few minutes, he gives him that dopamine rush. Now you are serious. You want, yeah. to, be you want to be having... He did not sign up for this one, though. He signed up for dopamine rush <laughs> and exchange <laughs> talk in between the day. Yes. So, uh, you, uh, you look at it through the lens of ego. You think that everything that is happening is happening because of you, that there's something desperately wrong. Why does he not want me the way mm -hmm. that I want him? But it's your ego that is speaking yeah. to you. you. If you are realistic with yourself, if you take your ego out of the conversation, just look at, have an introspective conversation with yourself, you see that that thing that man is doing to you is something you've done to others. And maybe take it as a learning Someone opportunity. Else, yeah. Because I tell people that everything happens, but how do you learn from it? Maybe you take it as a learning opportunity now. Say, mm -hmm. oh, I don't like the way this feels. That means when a man comes up to me and I'm not interested, I don't give him the merry-go-round. I tell him I'm not interested in this relationship. I'd like for us to be yeah. I want us to do this. Now you've taken yourself away from any situation that the guy will ghost you. But if you haven't given yeah, yourself absolutely. real talk, you go to enjoy the attention with that one when no like you give you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I think it goes back to having honest conversation, looking at yourself through the prism of not your ego, through what you really want, and having extending the grace that you want people to give to you to others as well. You hate that that man goes. Mm -hmm. you hate that when you're really interested now, after six months, he's not willing to talk. That means going forward, yeah. you always want to act like that towards other people. If you don't do that to yeah. us, you're less likely to find yourself in with people that do that to you. So when you keep finding mm -hmm. yourself in this relationship with the guy that goes to you, sometimes you talk for something already, he has gone. Ask yourself, <laughs> what is this? Are you finding yourself in these kind of situations because you're doing it to other people, so you have normalized 
that behavior. Lolo, Lolo. Yeah. I so I so much I so much love you. I so much love you. Ah, you have to love me, men. Don't love you because this is. A- Do you know why? Do you know why? There'll be like five in the game. Are you what is it? I said, I said, men don't love me oh, because what I'm telling women, they tell me why am I spoiling the game for them? They want no, to be no, good. No, so. no, no, see, no, see, the reason why I was saying that I love you eh, is because for me, this just for me, what I took from this was basically stop doing this whole making men chase you for nine months. It's not pregnancy, or stop or letting <laughs> girls chase you for nine months. Look, if you like someone, yeah. just freaking say just freaking say it and let's get this over with and move forward. Not mm-hmm. all this, hey, after three months, no. After six months, I will wink. Come on. <laughs> if you like him, if you like him, you like him. And let's get to this thing. If yeah. you don't like him, then just tell, then just tell him. But also, we can't take responsibility away from the man. If a woman is giving you the merry-go-round, you have the responsibility and the choice to actually walk away. Why are you still there? Maybe you love the attention as well. Maybe you love the fact that your ego is telling you that one day you're finally going to get this woman, so you keep on doing it. This woman, true. Women are giving men the merry-go-round. There's a reason you keep coming back. Why are you? Maybe men should start asking themselves for women as well. Yeah. But the women should shy know that the no, day they finally must do well women. now. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's when our Jesus will climb the cross again, though, because my dying days. Okay, well, then now. I feel like mm. some people no, are very like. selfish because there are actually situations of the person actually, the person, the person is married or out in, there are chances that the person actually does like the person but is uncertain. But I also feel like it boils down to what you said about having honest conversations with the person. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you can be honest enough to say, oh, I really like you, but at this very point in time, I'm not very sure. If the person does decide to yeah. wait, then that's on them. Exactly. You told them mm-hmm. you decided to wait, then it's exactly. on them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You've yeah. Put- I'm, I'm, I'm fully, yeah. Also, I, I, I want women. Sorry, I focus. I'm very pro-women. So I want women, people... <laughs> <laughs> I want to understand that inconsistency is a decision. Don't think it's not a decision. When indecision, yeah. indecisiveness, it's also a decision. Oh, I like her, but I don't know if I'd like her. You have a decision, you obviously are not ready. Don't wait yeah. for the person mm-hmm. 100% Oh, this person really want me. No, if this person is playing center with you, the person has given you an answer. You yeah. are not now going to wait when that person is ready no you move on with your life you're yeah, either going to me or my life is not <clears> going to stand so when you say you have people who are genuinely interested but they are selfish yes every human being is selfish you said you'll be selfish for yourself and see that the person is genuinely yeah. interested but they are not ready so me i'm not going to wait mm-hmm. for you to where you're ready i'm moving on when you're ready meet me in front and by the time you meet me in front maybe i, I don't that, with that person you I said that people are ever even really ready like if, if, if they say to you oh, i'm not ready and i really like you but i'm not ready i don't know speaking from my perspective i feel like i hardly ever will find that i'm ready for that person ever 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 i might like the person but i find that the next person i meet i probably just gel with the person more move on with the next person and it's not Absolutely. even being unfair or anything it's people if they're not ready for you then the chances of them being ever ready for you is that one percent because if they really did like you they would go with you from the in my own opinion, mm, 
no. I, I, no, I okay. don't think so because because I feel like, <clears throat> and this is talking from like a personal experience. Um, yeah. A lot of times, guys are not ready to be in a relationship. Not they have an issue with the girl, but there could be other issues that they're trying to sort out in their lives at that point in time. Therefore, they know that they will not be able to be there emotionally for the girl. <clears throat> Therefore, they know that at that point in time in their lives, they might not make the best possible version of themselves to be in a relationship. So sometimes mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with the girl. It's, it's mm-hmm. actually like a personal thing. So um, to summarize it, basically, I'm just saying um, sometimes um, it's not about the it's not about the so in a guy's perspective from a guy's perspective it's not about the girl it's about him and what he's going through in his life so when he says mm-hmm. he's not ready for a relationship it has nothing to do with her it could it could be so for example let's say a guy works in a bank and he has to put in more hours so that he can get a promotion and therefore he knows that he will to spend time with her or just spend weekends with her maybe now he's working seven days a week and when he has some free time he just wants to rest you know, and not hang out. So okay, sometimes it's not, it's not about the part. Yeah, just to also bounce off what you're saying, I think it's really true where you say sometimes when we say we are not ready, it has nothing to do with the other person, but what we are going through in yeah. our own life. But just even something that Shewa said, because she's talking about how you can say you're not ready to a relationship, you meet the next guy, everything seems like, wow, you're already dating for a few months. What happened? I yeah. feel like there's something within us. Um, when we say, ah, I'm not... There's something is off. I'm not ready yet. You're, I call it chi. Bouncing off the idea that I was talking about with Shawa. I said, um, sometimes when we meet people, we think that there's something wrong. This guy is amazing. He has everything. There's nothing wrong with this guy. That means that maybe I'm just not ready yet. But there's something about that guy that yeah. doesn't just connect with you, that you are not being honest. You. you feel... That everything yeah. is perfect. So let me just wait a little bit. Then when we, you know, a few more months, we would connect. But when you meet someone else, that connection happens instantly. It reminds you and tells you instantly. that maybe mm-hmm. you, that first person did not have certain qualities. However, there's also yeah. another scenario where maybe that person that you're with, that person that's asking you out that you said, I'm not interested yet, came into your life time where you are not able to accommodate what some of you would share so i'm going to use a quick example mm-hmm. and say i meet a very great man he's stable he knows what he's doing he knows where he's headed he's looking for a stable long-term relationship this guy has every single thing that i want in a man but right now i'm in a place hustling. i want to be able to pack up my bag and travel if they call me it means that i am not in the mental space to accommodate that kind of relationship yeah. So maybe a few months down the line, I meet a guy who's also in the same phase as me, hustling, waking up, baby, yeah. I have a meeting, you know, that kind of thing. We are compatible yeah. at that time. It doesn't mean that that other guy did not have everything. It just meant that at that time, we were not compatible. Now, moving forward, the next few years, let's say that you are now much more settled. You are now much more relaxed. You're no longer jumping and doing the thing. But that guy mm-hmm. is still jumping up and down, running from... You guys are not compatible anymore. Compatible, yeah. You're yeah, on another stage in life that maybe the person you're not compatible with is the one of two years ago that was looking for a long-term yeah. relationship. So I feel nothing is absolute. People just are not willing to have very honest conversations with the people they are with. Mm-hmm. And it stems from a place of lack yeah. of self-awareness. You don't know what you don't know. You cannot ask yourself questions you don't know. You need to ask yourself. Yeah. Everything will yeah. end up 
I don't Absolutely. know. I end up using words like I don't know. It's somehow. It's somehow. I'm not sure. It's somehow. It's somehow. Some because you don't have because you don't have the emotional and mental capacity to give words to your emotions. So you just use. Yeah. I know. Like um, we know just blend. We know just blend. Why? You don't know. So you haven't really mm-hmm. analyzed, introspected your train of thoughts or the emotions that you have for these people. So again, I yeah. use self-awareness. It's a very, it comes with maturity, but also a willingness to learn, a willingness to have the hard conversation. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. Guys, I have something that is totally, well, not totally unrelated, but it's kind of unrelated. And I just want to talk about this. I just want to bring it up because why not? Yeah. So a few days ago, I was having a conversation with a few of my friends about how sometimes you're seeing a man, sorry, Efra, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're the only man on this call and you're the only man that has to take <laughs> all, of, <laughs> all of this. That's fine, that's fine. Carry on. <laughs> Sometimes you're seeing a man. Actually, let me start from the man's the man's side, right? You're seeing a man, right? And the man is going on about how I don't know. Well, let me use myself as an example. Actually, I don't mind. This is my podcast, okay? Ho, oh, I'm gonna use myself as an example. So I'm seeing a man, right? And <clears throat> with what I do on Instagram, right? With consulting for brands and putting pictures out and just I don't know being an influencer on social media i tend to comment on other influencers like post a lot like if i see anybody that i like or that i'm friends with that does the same thing same sex opposite sex i'm going to comment not because there's anything involved or attached with it it's just mm, this is what i do this is you know whatever how i am on social media but then the guy has a problem with it it's just like oh, i don't want my girl to be everywhere in everybody's comments and everybody's i understand because nobody wants to be with a bait person right like personally i have a problem with bait people like i cannot be with a man and then i'll go to nikki minaj's page i'm paid and i'll be saying oh lovely nikki nikki this wow Stephon Don's page I'm seeing his comments it's, it's a bit of a turn off I'm just like I'm sorry so I can kind of relate but the things that guys do as well is guys be in everybody's DMs and in the DMs that even getting aired I find it a bit disrespectful you know like yeah with this guy I don't even know mm-hmm. to call it cheating because it's cheating still and you want to cheat yeah DMing girls and these girls are now even airing you on top of it how painful is it how embarrassing go? yeah go, go for it go for it yeah okay. <laughs> okay um first of all um first of all um i think i mean i'm not the master of, of relationships but if you want to comment on other people's pages and like their pictures and whatnot as long as he understands that your intentions are pure then mm-hmm. I don't think it should be a problem because I'm the kind of person, yeah. like I said, who I would say I would say find girl on Twitter and and write what who is who you who found you where you from that's that, that's me like I can even, I can even DM you and tell you yo where have you been are you mad I will become guys yeah. and then so so sometimes like people be like if I come everywhere we go you just look at a baby will know you I'm like because I'm a friendly guy. Like I would sit there and say, "Look, see the way you are doing your legs on Instagram yesterday. Now, for you, I will laugh about it. I will <laughs> Yeah, that is me. Mm-hmm. As well as, but then again, the important thing is 
your partner has to understand that your intentions are not evil. If that makes if that yeah. makes any sense. And the same way mm-hmm. I would the same way I would maybe troll guys in the same way I would troll girls. So I mean so your partner should be able to see that okay, it's not as if it's one person. I feel like the, the partner should be more worried if there's one person in particular. If it was just one particular mm. person, yeah. yeah. But if, but if they can see a pattern that oh, this is just how this person is, then I don't think it should be a problem. So I mean, this is me trying to defend some guys. If there's a pattern, if there's a pattern <laughs> and it's open and it's open, it's not some hidden. Thing you know, it's not, some, it's not some hidden thing. Then I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but, but how would you feel if you could receive girlfriend comments on Tiger's page or on um, who else? That- who else can I use? I said, how would you feel if you're seeing somebody and you've mm-hmm. seen her comments? You go to Tiger, hey, your girlfriend mm-hmm. might register. You go to uh, Jay Z, uh-huh. your girlfriend is there. You go to Terrellis, your girlfriend is there. Like, how would you feel? I like would you? see, see, first and foremost. So first and foremost, yeah. I would. Yeah. It depends on the kind of conversations we've had before then. So let's say, for example, let's say well, my, uh, I was dating someone and she knew that I liked. I'm trying not to sexualize this. I liked big elbows, big mm. elbows. And then she, Nicki Minaj has big elbows. Uh, Rihanna has big elbows. And she goes there, she sees my comments. I don't think she would feel weird because it's something we've talked about. Like, if a Nicki Minaj video pops up, I'm like, oh boy, see those big elbows. Woo! God of Jesus. Carry me away. You know, it's, 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 it's out there. It's not some hidden thing. And I can probably tell her, oh, you should have seen what I wrote on Nicki Minaj's whatever. God, that, will, yeah. that man will soon block. She will soon block me. You know, and she can even say, you know, drive this next time. So it's. It, it's, Can I ask you, Effa, just, I want to just follow up with Shema, just a question to you. Do you think that it is easier yeah. for you to accommodate your partner's show of affection for these men because they are celebrities and they are so out of reach compared to when she's doing it to someone who you know that she can end up seeing, you know, tomorrow and next tomorrow? Maybe the, the, it's not about just, oh, I like your picture whatever. I'm talking about a... a, a yeah. That is actually inclined, that shows you thirsting in quotes, lusting over the person. Because I believe that's what Shewa is talking about. You go on these few yeah. people's pages and you like put that, oh. I think, smiley or that thing of lips and things like emoji. that. You know, those emojis <laughs> that show that you are so turned on by this person. Um, do, do you mind if this is something that the partner that you're with is doing it on random, I'll use random men who are not necessarily celebrities of her touch? Part okay, of so, so, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll make two points to this. First of all, if you go to my comment section under some pictures, half of those people are probably my friends. Or one quarter of them are my friends that nothing is going on. And I feel like they're idiots and they know that I'm an idiot as well. And they're just going there to just gas me up. Oh my God, F, I'm such a beautiful boy. You probably still my saying I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> now, second, now, second of all, more importantly, I feel like if your partner wants to cheat with these people that are in your area, she doesn't need to go and comment. She can cheat without commenting on your on your page. So fam, if she's commenting, yeah, of course. Relax, relax. I think you're probably even safe when she's commenting, please, because she's putting it out there for everyone to see. If she wants to really go mm-hmm. deep and dark and be James Bond and be a rogue, <laughs> she's going to do it without you even knowing. If she's comment- so if she's commenting, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm chill. That's right. 
Yeah. I'll be, mm. I'll be more worried. Mm. I'll be more worried if she wasn't commenting. Then I'm like, okay, what going on here? Oh, if she wasn't commenting, sweet. And maybe yeah, women like, now. Okay. Maybe women now know that men assume that the people that they are publicly, you know, open with and expressing their emotions with are people that they are not with. So maybe the person that they are with, they will publicly talk about them on the timeline, so no one suspects anything. I'm just saying it's real. Don't you see when people use that lines of? Uh, if I was going to do this, I want to put it out there. I want to exactly. Put it it's actually reverse <laughs> psychology. Just yeah. something you want to keep at the back of your mind. But just like what Shawa was saying, really, um, hey God, the truth is that the world has changed now. Dating has completely changed. You know, relationship has changed. People are not meeting real life first anymore. They are meeting online. Yeah. Normally, yeah. when you like a girl, yeah. you see her on TV, you go target her and you go meet her around 3 p.m. because that's when she's coming back. Now you're not you're going to DM that person. So if you're dating somebody DM to cheat, you are saying you're not sure if you should call it cheating. It is cheating. Because it's basically like them going to approach somebody in real life, but because they don't have that access of the yeah where things like that happen, they are in the person's private messages sending them these messages and you know, talking about their desires and attraction to them. So it is cheating yeah and i think our society because the relationship dating world has completely changed and everything is online fails to show the division people say oh you're dating somebody that means if you're just chatting with somebody it does not mean it's cheating it's not if you ever meet the person so because mm. we still have mm-hmm. that just chatting on the phone is just chatting now there's nothing there now people forget yeah it's dishonorable to relationship would you be okay with your partner reading the messages that you're sending to somebody, would you be okay with your partner recognizing that people are coming online, airing your private DMs, and it's showing that you are... Oh, yeah, that is the person. worst one. And honestly, let me tell you this. This is just as a woman to another woman, and I'm telling you, forget the FIC. Women, oh, the moment... Oh, as a woman. Yes, so as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that a man does that, you just caught all ties. I'm not joking. You don't say, oh, it's my boyfriend, we've got to back together. No, it's public disrespect. It's humiliation. Yeah. And you take back okay. that man. What, what you've done is that you've shown him what you can accommodate. <laughs> Anything the man will tell you, forgive and forget. You can't do that. You can't forget. But I'm telling you, that man has registered at the back of his mind that there are certain things you can accommodate. So the next time he's going to do something, yeah. it's going to be much more worse than what he has done because he's already passed exam A now, you go past exam B and the time you pass exam B <laughs> exam B, something else will come up if you feel that this is why Emperor doesn't agree yes, so, I don't, I don't, I don't, no I don't and I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you why so, I'm just telling finish, no, I'm just saying this to another woman a man might say oh it's fine it's mm. okay, but a woman, the way you're perceived in the society is completely different from the way a man is perceived in the society if a man is insulted in public and he's cheated on blah 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 he can still bounce back up. He can still say that woman, in quote, I hate the world, is a bitch, is a whore. And women can even mm. throw themselves at him just and say, oh, pity sex. Oh, he has been through so much. But as a woman, I'm telling you this, Shewa, the people might not say this in public. And to the viewers, as a woman, mm. you do not want to put yourself in a position where you're publicly humiliated because it's a stain on your wife that never washes away. People would always bring mm. it up. People already associate women with the men they are with you with a man that has already insulted you that's a man will be divorced with a man a man who publicly 
and you know um cheated on her and goes into a beautiful relationship and everyone will always refer back to that man people do it with Ciara she has a great husband but people always yeah. refer back people always yeah yeah if you think that you are a good woman oh you are setting him he has oh my god you are setting up yourself <laughs> they tell you so a man might not see things from this way But as a woman you always want to make sure you're thinking before steps ahead. I'm not saying don't forgive and forget. That's by the way. I'm just saying that you need to be smart. You need to understand what public humiliation means to you as a woman as your career means, yeah. Your life, Absolutely. The kind of relationship and the kind of friendship um, that you That's all. Let's drop my drop. Ever what are you trying to okay, say? Okay, so now Lolo, I'm with you and I believe in every woman trying to hold her and know how end up and be respected. I'm all for that, don't get me wrong. But I will have to say that I feel like with different couples, there are different rules, there are different terms for different relationships. There's no yardstick. There are certain things that you will let your partner do and get away with and certain things that you won't for starters. Now, the part two of what I'm trying to say is this. Are you saying for example, um I am dating Shawa Jane who has been my friend for let's say about 6 years or 7 years like she is my friend I know her she is my friend she is within reach and she looks nice in the picture and I said my babe you are looking like a killer big ups Am I disrespecting my girlfriend No 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 am no I? that's not it at all no that's not what yeah. I'm talking about That's, That's okay. not it. Okay. What would be disrespectful now is when you send Shawa a DM or a message or even comment on her picture and say, "Damn, babe, I wish you were my girl. You're looking fire." It's a completely oh, different is, thing. No, that, no, no that but that's not, what that, I mean. Yeah. And that might oh, even okay, just okay. be a simple statement. People push it. Okay. People go into the DMs. What I'm saying now as a woman, I don't even be like the men. If you want to enjoy embarrassment, that's fine. Society don't really <laughs> Maybe you like pity sex because women will pity you and think you come to you if you're being ashamed in public. If you're a woman and you are with a partner that continues to disrespect you, see, there's cheating. Hmm? There's a man that would cheat and say, "Love my wife," or that he wants to cheat. We even go and hide into the person he's dating. Good, but I'm just breaking it down. When he's talking to the woman that he's about to cheat with, doesn't disrespect his wife. You can find someone to cheat with, and you don't have to ever bring down your wife. This is actually what gives side chicks or women mistresses power over the wives because the men are the ones that disrespect yeah. the wives first. It's not the woman. So you can be a man and want to have extramarital affairs, or you want to be with other people while you're dating. I believe that not everyone is monogamous in nature. So that's a different conversation. <laughs> But there's a man that is cheating and he's doing it publicly. He will go to the club and the three girls be sitting on his lap. People will be taking pictures. <laughs> the disrespect. What? <laughs> it's a, it it shows that the person doesn't even respect, respect you yeah, enough yeah. to hide it. That's what you need to Yes. So when someone goes in the DM and someone is sending you messages and the thing ends Your, your partner has disrespected you and has disrespected the values in your relationship. So if you choose to walk away, you have 100% every right to do that. Mm, absolutely. And I support that women should do that because if a man is going to disrespect you in that way, he has no regard for you. Mm. This respect is much more important than love. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love him, I love him. Uh-huh. But he has absolutely disrespected you. Would you continue to be disrespected? He disrespects you once, he's going to do it again. So mm-hmm. don't think uh, he's, he will change. No. He said every relationship is different, but there are just certain things I'm talking about. The disrespect, I'm talking about the public humiliation. I'm talking about attaching yourself okay. with men with no value. As a woman, you don't want to ever put yourself in that position because society never forgets. Society sometimes will even continue to link you with that man so that they can depreciate your worth because they know that you are at the top. And if we can link you with this man that has done nothing for himself, we can put a stain on your wife and say she's not all that. So don't give yeah, people definitely. the ammunition to shoot you with. That's what I'm saying. We may be strategic in this life. I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Mm. I agree. I agree. Mean. I agree. I was. I guess I was. I guess I was just a bit, a bit confused. Yeah, I think he mixed it up with like just the random comments and stuff on people's pages. But hey, yeah, this has been an interesting conversation. Thank you guys for coming. I am. Thank you for having me. Tessa, are you there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay cool just saying we're gonna wrap it up on this note and i'm saying thank you guys for coming on i mean i'm sure the audience have learned one or two things (laughs) also guys Uh um so i mean not to you guys but just to my listeners we have an official email it's wtii at gmail.com if you ever want to send questions or your dilemmas I mean, me and my guests can talk about it. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be absolutely pleasured to help you, you know, dissect some of your dilemmas. And yeah, on this note, I'll see you guys on my next episode. Thank you so much once again, Efan Lola. It's been a pleasure. Have a Thanks lovely rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Bye. You just listened to Whose Tea Is It with Shawa Jay.